0: What do you think are the most collected and like hoarded items in the world? Hmm. Probably probably wealth. Mm, that's yeah that's a good answer.
1: And and water. And lives. And <laughs> Collecting lives, lives. Yeah. And gasoline.
0: That just now. Oil, yeah. yeah. What did you collect as a kid? I collected all those. I collected wealth <laughs> and fine arts and lives. Yeah. NFTs. Yeah. NFTs are actually the new biggest collector thing. They are. I was all about trading cards, obviously. I had a lot of baseball cards. Baseball, football, basketball, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, yeah, Neopet. G- I had all of that. Yeah.
1: All of them. Those were almost functional, though. When I think of like collections, they have to almost be non-functional. I had a lot of Hot Wheels. Yeah. Hot Wheels are good. Beyblades. But I, those were fun. I had Mexican bobblehead
0: things. Ooh, yeah, those are cool. Rocks. We can't leave out rocks. Yeah. People collect, like, stamps. You collected trains? Nope, I didn't. Still do. Marina collects quarters, coins. Okay. Um, I think that's called... Stamps. A that savings I mentioned account. stamps. You've collected stamps? No, they just... Collecting stamps is weird. Um, I said rocks. I think that's... Oh, people collect old cars.
1: They do. The, the wealthy. Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Jer- right? I was about to say Jerry Seinfeld. Who col- Guy, Guy Fieri. Who collected cars and underage women and who framed roger rabbit yeah 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 those are the biggest thing i'm i'm sure we're missing something oh vinyls people collect vinyls all the time they do collect violins all the time you're right no yes. not violence <laughs> vinyls vinyls i think that's about it those are the big ones my big ones shelter <laughs> you're just naming basic needs now my big ones were trading cards hot wheels rocks your big three Baseball cards, Mexican bobbleheads, and bitches, and bitches. Yeah, yeah, and bitches. It's just missed mine, but yeah. There's an in-depth look into our childhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. You want answers? My the force, the force gone. You can't handle the truth. You want to bring back your goddamn honey! But I know it will! So I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> My mom always said, you the box of chocolates. I'm a bad a the writer inside, the writer inside, every single one of us, the writer inside, writer inside, writer inside. I kind of miss the days when we didn't know the lyrics. Mm, yeah. We are just spitballing. <laughs> Before we had even had that Justin
1: Bieber song at all as our theme song. The uh, Justin
0: Bieber? Yeah. That is a Justin Bieber, P- Pete Davidson mashup. No. Yeah. <laughs> In reality, it is N-I-X-S. In in, in I excess, in excess, in excess. Yes, in excess, as the wrong the layman calls it incorrectly. You, if you collect so many things, you have them in excess. Exactly. There we go. Good, good. We've been we've been good. D- we've been teasing you with this theme song for months just to make this that joke. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny that
1: our spinoff also has a theme song. And like in addition to the the main theme song, <laughs>
0: oh yeah, we play the real theme that's yeah. just associated with the good, the bad and the movie, and then yeah, uh, a theme song that we do not own any of the rights to. <laughs> no, and play it off of my it, iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> um so it's writer's block, and we before we get into our heavy episode this week, we have some scrippies from Airbud Eight Armbark. Armbark, arm one of our better titles, <laughs> Killer Kimura. <laughs> yeah. Killer Canine Kimura. Ooh, Canine Kimura could have yes. been good. Um, your idea. Alright. You could take it away. Well thank you, my friend. Thank you, my pal, my good buddy. My good boy.
1: And speaking of good boys, I have Airbud 8, Arm Bark by PETA approved Lucas. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm glad you got approved by PETA. I, it it took a it took a lot out <laughs> of my day really. Um but it is an interior of the large UFC press conference, daytime. The large auditorium is filled to the brim, complete with journalists and rabid UFC fans alike. It is fight weekend and the bloodlust is palpable. On the stage, center stage, of course, is Dana White, Lord and Overseer of the Organization, and he is especially cheery for this traditional for the traditional press conference. Joining him on stage are all the fighters for that weekend, save for the main eventers. And then we hear Joe Rogan over the PA system go ladies and gentlemen your main event fighters Airbud and Tony Ferguson the crowd erupts as Airbud, accompanied by trainer Dusty Smith Kevin James mm. enters the stage and they boo with equal fervor as Tony Ferg- Ferguson follows when they sit down Dusty grabs the mic Dusty says well first off I'd just like to say how happy me and Buddy are and Tony Ferguson goes Shh, shut up bitch <laughs> and the crowd reacts with a mix of boos and cheers and Dusty says um okay like I was saying, and Tony Ferguson goes, Like I was saying, Shut up, bitch. And there's more pop in the crowd, and Dana White laughs. He says, Isn't Tony great, folks? <laughs> Airbud growls into the mic, which makes the crowd explode. Dana White laughs and says, Tony, Tony Ferguson goes, You're a fucking punk, dude. All bark and no bite. Dusty says, Well, Tony, he's literally won his last three fights by biting. Tony says, and I've won my last 30 fights by beating the hell out of motherfuckers. I ain't stopping now just because this mutt managed to bite Sean O'Malley. The crowd laughs. Sean, who is among the fighters present, responds to the mic. He says, yo, chill out, Tony. Tony says, you you tapped out to fucking Scooby-Doo, dude. Don't tell me to chill out. Airbud jumps in his chair and barks several times into the mic. Dusty says, well, Scooby-Doo is about to win the featherweight belt, Tony, after he rips you to shreds. Tony goes, "Uh, shh, shut up, bitch. I'm going to mount Buddy on my fucking wall. Dusty says, this is what you always do. You don't have anything intelligent to Tony. goes, shut up, bitch. Eat a donut. Blast from the crowd. Dana White goes, all right, time for the main event. Ceremonial face off. Bud, Tony, let's go. The crowd loses their collective minds. The two competitors swagger up to the center stage. Finally, face to face, nose to nose, they stare for what seems like an eternity, each fighter delving into the depths of their opponent's soul for any sign of weakness or quit. After an uncomfortable amount of time, the tension finally breaks as Bud licks Tony on the nose, to which Tony responds by shoving Airbud away. Tony goes, you want to play that shit, fucking gay ass kissy shit? You're a fucking punk, dude. Airbud walks back to the locker room while Tony lets out a guttural war cry
0: and the crowd has never been more ravenous. yay Yay. um questions so airbud is the clear favorite in these scenarios right i think so or he's fighting for the championship not not like the favorite to win the fight but the fan favorite yeah okay tony's second when they do the face off nose to nose does airbud climb up a ladder to do that or does tony ferguson have to crouch down to do it that's a good question i think yeah he has to get up on a ladder of sorts okay a beam and my other comment here is that Airbud is usually a family film, but you immediately made it R just in
1: your clip. Yeah. Well, we talked about that a little bit about how (laughs) this is going to have some darker undertones. That's true. And it's hard to make a PG movie about like the bloodiest sport in the world. That's true. Yeah.
0: I, so I didn't do anything with it in my script, but I envisioned it actually being darker and not being PG and family friendly. Yeah. And I wanted a scene. You can, you can shut it down if you want, but I thought of a scene where it's Kevin James and Airbud. Trying to pick his walk-in music, and
1: yeah. they're going
0: through different songs. Who let the dogs out? Yeah, they're just going <laughs> through different songs, and like Kevin James would be like, "Uh," and Airbud will just kind of like shake his head no. he will be like, "How about this one?" No, and finally he sees one, and he shows it to Airbud, but you don't hear it because he's been playing it over the speakers yeah. in the gym. And he shows it to him, and Airbud just nods. And the next scene hey. is him coming out to the song, yeah, and it's the. Fuck the police, coming straight from the yeah, underground. That would fit into since this movie he, for sure. Since it got shut down. Yeah, I want. I would like this
1: movie to be like as almost realistic depiction as possible of like <laughs> the USC and the underbelly of mixed martial arts yeah. and organized fighting. Yeah. yeah. But also
0: starring a Labrador <laughs> or a Golden Retriever. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, for some reason I thought fuck the police, or I thought Family Ties by Baby Keem and Kendrick. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a DM bear, I'm a- <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Something to that regard, yeah. maybe maybe like Metallica, maybe Super Metal. No, I I want fuck the police because yeah. it'll fit so well Kay. with his motives. Sounds good. Okay, that was beautiful. Here's mine. I've got Airbud Eight Armbark by anybody but Pat Sajak. Oh, he's not he's not allowed. No, that's just the that's the title. That's that's who wrote it. Is anybody but Pat Sajak? That's just their whole name. Okay, makes sense. They're not, they're not outing Pat Sajak. That's just their name, okay? He's already out. Yeah. Um, interior, Sal's Gym in Sacramento, California. Quick establishing shot of the outside of the gym, and it quickly pushes in through the doors. Oh, you're going to love my addition here. Yeah. And zooms in to reveal Bud sparring with Vince, played by Jeremy Strong, <laughs> and being trained by Peter Breland, or Kevin James. It's Jeremy Strong. I love yeah, it. Jeremy Strong. Succession fame. Yeah, maybe not the most intimidating guy no but it's a lightweight fight so he's light i wanted like an italian kind of guy that, that has like the accent okay. kind of hard-headed so i went with that peter goes okay now bud remember what i told you keep your paws up and don't let vince here take you down you got to stay on your toes here use that speech to your advantage bud barks enthusiastically peter goes uh, peter says vince are you ready again and vince goes yeah i'm ready bring it on bud Vince touches his glove to Bud's nose and they begin to spar. They circle each other waiting for one person to make a mistake. Outside of the ring you can hear Peter yelling advice to Bud. Come on, Bud, you gotta do something. You gotta do something. You can't just dance around the whole time. Vince then fakes a jab and comes in with a right hook. Bud manages to duck under the punch and moves in for a takedown. Unfortunately, Vince expected this and counters with a reverse takedown on Bud. Vince tries to establish position to set up a submission, but try Bud tries wiggling out, but to no avail. Just when all hope seems lost for Bud, he goes crazy using his teeth and claws. Vince yelling goes, what the heck? I said, I wasn't going to spar with you anymore, but if you keep, uh, I was going to spar with you still, but if anymore, but if you keep doing this, uh, trying to make you better. We all know you can bite and scratch. Bud barks sadly back at him, ashamed of his actions. And Peter goes, Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're trying our best, but you got to remember that he is a dog. Vince goes, that's it. I'm out of here. Vince storms out of the ring and walks towards the locker room. I'm tired of being mauled every time I start to win. And he never gets punished for his actions. Peter goes... Come on, Vinny, don't go. And once Vince has got out of earshot of them, Peter starts congratulating Bud and giving him treats. <laughs> Good job, Bud. You did great. A win is a win no matter how we do it. But remember, if you want to make it in this league and take on the big guys, you got to learn how to fight the mixed martial artist way. Bud barks in agreement with Peter. Peter goes, all right, now let's work on that arm bar a little more uh, and get you signed up for some more fights. Then you cue a montage of Bud in multiple fights to the song of Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Mm. Opponent after opponent, you see Bud beating them up with some kicks and punches, but mostly ending fights using his teeth and claws. Interspersed between fighting scenes, you can faintly hear Peter yelling advice to Bud from his corner on different fighting techniques. After each fight in the montage, you also get scenes of the referee announcing the winner, and time and time again... Holding up Bud's paw as the winner. Additionally, there are many scenes of Bud's name rising in the UFC lightweight rankings on the charts on a blackboard.
1: We have a question: Is the Queen song still playing? Yes.
0: After a pleth, these are. This is still the whole montage. After a plethora of these scenes of him beating up opponents, you get multiple shots of the referee raising his paw here and raising his paw there as the winner in each and every fight. And ending the montage, you see multiple scenes of Peter and Bud celebrating their victories in the ring together uh, with Bud being lifted into Peter's arms and also jumping up onto his chest. The two are happy together with multiple victories under their belt and a potential title shot on the horizon.
1: Ah! Yes, well done. Well done. Jeremy Strong. I was going to say, I if you saw what he wore to the Met Gala over the weekend... Jeremy I Strong? Yeah, I don't think you would choose him <laughs> to be a UFC
0: guy. Oh, yeah. My i originally thought of him in that's not him i originally thought of him though in the big short where he's like the yeah the handy hardhead handyman to steve carell yeah and i was like you know what he could fit in this kind of lightweight and i named him vince and he goes by Vinny. and i was like yeah. you know what i need i need that italian yeah i think i think
1: since then he's morphed into a little more of like the new york art house yeah, yeah. more of
0: an established actor as well I, I like it i mean with he's such a good actor he could do it is For he sure. better than cousin greg as an actor yeah yeah what am i wearing no i'm not wearing my cousin greg shirt I oh early damn early. it yeah um so those are our scripties, and now we're gonna dive into my I'm idea say awoo to the <laughs> arm bark is that a dog howling yeah, saying okay. goodbye. Okay. Bidding them adieu. Oh, woo. Um So it's my turn this week. And a recap from what I told you guys last week. This is a serious episode. Serious where- sex <laughs> Sex-fm. Yeah. Where a man loses his wife and becomes depressed We thought maybe he has a little bit of dementia or like later on in life he does. He starts hoarding items for years and when he reaches a time where he wants to fully deal with the trauma of losing his wife, Mm. he cleans up his house and finds and recalls memories along the way associated with all the items.
1: Mm.
0: So I do like the idea that you brought up where he has some form of memory loss or dementia. Maybe he lost his wife when he was like 60 but now he's even older, her, and yeah. that's starting to take sure. set, and so he's had like a decade at least to kind of hoard all these items,
1: and that can be a big like emotional gut punch. You can always throw in there whenever you want. Like
0: he can wake up one morning and be like, "Oh, honey," and they're like, "Oh, dementia," yeah. and then he, "Oh shit, the yep. dementia." Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have this idea. Obviously, we'll we'll establish him a little younger with his wife. Maybe maybe it's uh, maybe it's one where it's like it shows him. During his hoarding years in his later life with dementia, and then you look back. You you continuously look back as through he, the memories he finds. Yes, so it's yeah. a present day with a series of flashbacks. Yeah.
1: Okay. I like that. Yeah. Some 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 like amore themes we've talked about that. Yeah. Some a man called Uve themes.
0: There's a there's like a French animated short film that has one where it's like a man recalling memory it's not a dementia thing at all the little prince no (laughs) not what i was thinking of um but yeah so that's it and i think yeah we start off and you just see him and maybe it's quite a while before we even get introduced to this backstory of him and his wife you just see this man as living his life maybe a hoarder hermit oh like yeah as a hoarder just maybe like Kind of overweight, sitting in a Lazy Boy all day, watching The Price is Right every day. Yeah, just doing, News. doing his normal stuff and just kind of fast food and everything. Just letting things mm. pile up. And finally, like maybe his kids come around and are like, all right, we're going to... You're, you're we're dement- selling the house. No, your dementia has gone too far at this point. You can't care for yourself. Yeah. You're going to be in an assisted living home. We're selling the house. We're selling the house. we got to clean it up. And so finally after that, you know that he has dementia or whatnot. But then you get some some t- nibbles yeah. at the past. Here and there s- simple things and as you go and he digs further and further, the metaphorical cleaning and digging through his items is yeah. him digging into his memories. Yes. Well done. Good psychiatry. Thank you.
1: <laughs> um, so who who is
0: this old this old dirty bastard? Uh, this geezer? Yeah. Um that is a good question. You're thinking like in their 80s? Something like that. It's an older man
1: showcase. Yes. Okay. We, have,
0: be, we haven't used a super old
1: actor yet. Could be Clint Eastwood. He likes to direct his own, but he could probably be persuaded.
0: Yeah. Could be... He's also like 94 right now. Yeah, could He's, be Christopher Plummer. He's old. Didn't Christopher Plummer die? No. Christopher. I'm pretty sure Christopher Plummer died. Let me look that up real that quick. That is
1: the risk we're running with a lot of the actors around here.
0: Christopher Plummer.
1: I'm pretty sure he died
0: um yeah in 2021 oh wow yeah poor guy yeah i loved christopher Plummer. i hardly know her Chris. oh nice um i was thinking we could do like jack nicholson yeah you could do sir anthony hopkins but he was in a movie that has him already dealing with alzheimer's and the father so that Maybe, might be off. I and mean, Robert Redford, mm. Dustin Hoffman. Ooh, yeah. I I also thought like, what if it were younger and you could just like, as you know, like put some makeup on him and like a suit oh, or just yeah, have him like, game you know, like Johnny Knoxville. No, <laughs> put some makeup on him and just let Christian Bale do it and mm. just gain the weight anyway because he totally would maybe um but no i want them to be older wouldn't it be so funny if it was johnny knoxville and his dirty grandpa <laughs> character <laughs> that's or bad <laughs> grandpa or whatever it was yeah bad grandpa yeah. that 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 series of spin-off yeah. of jackasses really gone dark
1: yeah it's, it's literally it's nothing changes like <laughs> for johnny knoxville is bad. he's like
0: oh Ethel. <laughs> Oh, my sweet apple. <laughs> yeah. No. You were always such a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Actually, Bad Grandpa's so good, though. Never seen Bad Grandpa. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It is actually, like, genuinely really good. And it won an Oscar. For makeup, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is how usually those movies sneak yeah. in. Right? But still, the jackass crew have more brains than they get credit for. What you looking at? A bird?
0: Who's that? It's Katie. Who's one of Katie. our potential guests to be on soon. Oh. Her boyfriend lives across the way and And she she's saw us recording. Yeah. Oh. So um yeah, we need to decide on somebody. Who did we say? We Redford, have... Redford, Hoffman. Redford, Hoffman, Nicholson. Nicholson. I thought we had one
1: more. Eastwood. Eastwood. Mm. Mm. I would I would vote probably for Robert Redford, because I know he did that movie a couple years ago where he was like a boat captain, and he didn't say a word the
0: whole time. Oh, he did do that. And he was super old, but super good. I think he was even nominated. He, he was. Let me look it up real quick, because he definitely was. Um, I think I'm torn between Redford as well and eastwood just hmm. because i thought eastwood could be a really good director for this yeah and he would star in his movie because yeah. that's just what he does why not but i do like redford a lot what is that movie it wasn't that late it what? was like 2019 oh i'm back into i'm in 1998
1: um one more is that what that was the old
0: no no omni no i think it was the one more one go back one more yeah the one that doesn't have a title one more chant <laughs> no that's not it i'll figure it out you keep talking um so yeah let's do robert redford because i do really like that okay how old is he He was born in 1936 so he's 80 80- he's 86 perfect that's that is absolutely perfect and he looks it too. yeah all is lost that's what it's called yeah that
1: was nine years ago so i guess that wasn't very (laughs) recently
0: (laughs) that's why i I didn't think it was 2019 let's do robert redford and who do we want playing his wife his fucking dead wife although she can't be as old as he is because he lost her at least a decade ago yeah so actresses (laughs) in their 60s yeah 70s actresses in their 60s i'm gonna look that up right now how old is tina turner
1: (laughs) Dame Judy Dench.
0: She could be good. Barbara Streisand. She's eighty-seven. She's fucking older. She's well. she's older than he is. We can't use that.
1: Barbara Streisand. Michelle Pfeiffer
0: is sixty-four. Is she? Yeah. That's nice. That what? could that could really work. What about Deborah Winger? She's sixty-six. Michelle Pfeiffer's older than Jamie Lee Curtis. She looks younger. Yeah, I would not have wagered that. Deborah Winger's cool. We've used Emma Thompson. Angela Bassett, Julianne Moore, we've used before. Deborah Winger. I don't want Deborah. Isn't she dead? No. I don't even know who this is. She's
1: been nominated for three Best Actress awards. She was in *Legal Eagles*, *Urban Cowboy*, *Officer and a Gentleman*. I've
0: never seen any of these. She was in *Rachel Getting Married*. That that uh, freaking Anne Hathaway one. Never saw that. Catherine O'Hara, no. She's on the ranch. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is 61? Yeah, she's way too hot for that. She's way too hot. Maybe. I like
1: I like Michelle Pfeiffer. Well,
0: let's do Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer, I hardly know her. Yeah. So we got, she's
1: notable for the amount of references her name is to cocaine and rap. I think a lot of people really? say, yeah, well, I sell that white like Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, sing it out. <laughs> um.
0: So yeah, we've got redford pfeiffer who plays young redford maybe we just make up him down D age him yeah we just de-age him that would be Easy. easier yeah um instead of having uh fuck david schwimmer play him <laughs> <laughs> but david schwimmer plays the exact character of ross as yeah, <laughs> yeah he's just, just the whole time my fajitas <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Brilliant. Um, and then. Yeah, he's young Johnny Knoxville <laughs> bad grandpa. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just have Johnny Knoxville play him. Yeah. Young Robert Redford. Yeah. Um, and then some of his kids that are like In helping fifties. Yeah. 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 Who could play who who seems like they could play, uh, the offspring of the Pfeiffer Redford combo? jesse plemons i think he's too young he thinks he looks old he does look a little older i was thinking like what about like robert downey jr oh you know Mm, who could have also been good as the the old guy who robert duvall yeah he's almost too
1: old (laughs) yeah he does he does look really old yeah i actually like robert downey jr as a kid he can kind of play like a like a busy
0: yeah for sure Yeah. yeah he's He's, he's a businessman, but he comes by to help every now and then. He is like, he's probably like the power of attorney. He's like very, he's very knowledgeable about things. He takes things very seriously. He's How old 91. is Duval? That was him 20 years ago. Wait, he's 91? Yeah. Oh my God, Robert Duval. That was him 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's too old. He looks on death's doorstep. Yeah, he's definitely too old. <laughs> Fuck, he's... He kind of looks like... Um, he's good in Widows. He kind of looks like... Uh, George Bush Senior yeah I was going to say Lyndon B. Johnson <laughs> do you remember that scene when George Bush Senior is throwing out the first pitch but he's in like a wheelchair and he's too old to throw and all he does is he just goes <laughs> and raises the ball that's it that's all he needs yeah. Um, and the crowd goes wild from it so yeah I like Robert Downey Jr maybe a maybe daughter a Daughter, yeah. Uh, like a Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, yeah that could be good how old
1: is she she might be a little young she could be the younger sibling to RDJ.
0: She is 44. It's close. It's
1: like an adult child.
0: Yeah. She does look a little older too. We could age her up a touch. Yeah. let's. Yeah, I like that. Maggie Gyllenhaal. And anytime we can get an actor from Franken, I'm down. <laughs> you love Frank. Probably
1: a top 10 movie all time. It's, wow, that's all
0: me- time. Wait, what was the other one that just recently made its way into your top 10 too? The gods must be crazy. Nope. Arrival. Arrival just did. Maybe That's it what was it was. Arrival, yeah. So we've got we've got a, a core four now. Nice. Um and
1: any other characters that you can maybe like a a social worker or something or like a nurse that comes and checks on him
0: no his family does he doesn't have a nurse. Maggie Gyllenhaal is a nurse in the in the movie okay and so she can take care of him like like Viola Davis being like no oh what you doing here you always want to plug in Viola Davis yeah no Maggie Gyllenhaal is a nurse and so she feels comfortable taking care of him from time to time but eventually
1: he's also too stubborn that he doesn't want any help yes from his children yes because he's he was the guy who survived in the boat and all is
0: lost yeah exactly so you've got the nurse maggie gyllenhaal daughter helping him out and robert downey jr the son who is the power of attorney the decision maker on a lot of things the he kind of the businessman yeah
1: he's he's sick of his dad a little bit he wants him to move on sell the house come
0: on pops yeah okay Quit living in the past so what are some what are just some items that we think he uncovers? Mm. It can't just be pictures because then it's like, oh, that's too easy. Yeah. I was thinking an easy one would probably be like and a common hoarding,
1: hoarding item is like newspapers, right? Oh. So he's got newspapers from like every week for like the last 50 years. And so he goes, he goes down the hall and, you know, fingers all of them. He fingers them all. He fingers them all. He fingers through them all, rifles through them all until he finds one that's like. He fingers and rifles them. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore until he finds like July seventh two thousand two, and then once he reads
0: that, it sparks his mind to nine eleven. He's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I remember my. That was a great day. How does she die? Nine eleven. Oh my god, she <laughs> dies in nine eleven. No, that's and a little, he forgets about it. That's a little too <laughs> too schmaltzy. Yeah, yeah. How does she die? Hmm. May hmm. Is it a terminal illness? I that's was, the first question. I don't think so.
1: I think psychologically it would make sense if his need for hoarding sort of came out of like something she needed that she didn't have when she died. Like,
0: oh, like maybe
1: she died alone and with nobody or nothing or something like that. So he's like, I always will always have everything now. I'll never give up anything. Maybe she died without her medicine. I don't know.
0: So she still did have a terminal illness. Maybe. Or maybe she got shot by Derek Chauvin. (laughs) Oh, my God. Or shot by Derek Jeter. (laughs) Yeah, Um. What if she has, like... What if she had, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think of ones where if you don't have your medicine, it can be bad. Like, you know, diabetes, like insulin. Or if she didn't have, like, her seizure medications and she was prone to seizures. Yeah, and she had a seizure at the zoo or something. And she died there. With all the... With all the monkeys. Looking at her. She died... With her Haram- in Harambe's arms, yeah. And the monkeys are like,
1: This white woman doing a funny dance, <laughs> let's join her.
0: And then she did that. Um, okay, so and she's,
1: the, and it is the zoo that Matt Damon bought. Oh, it's the We Bought a Zoo
0: zoo, yeah. We Bought a Zoo! <laughs> so okay, so she's got seizures, she dies seizures. from it. She's got seizure boys, yeah, keeping with the dog theme. <laughs> and they're at the zoo, maybe. Well,
1: I guess that the zoo it- is
0: less important, <laughs> yeah. the where she dies is not as important so yeah newspapers is a good thing that he could find obviously we'll we'll plug in a picture at some point because it'll be like oh that jogs his memory a little bit
1: yeah um he's got like medicine cabinets that are just Endlessly full of pill
0: containers because he won't get rid of them. Okay, what about um, like one of the things that they loved growing up, being from the older Mm. generations, was they always loved going to baseball games wherever they're from. Mm. So he finds like a baseball hidden beneath everything. Sure, or he looks at all the box scores and the newspapers. Yeah, finds all sorts of scorecards. Yeah. So we got baseball. We got newspapers. We've obviously got a picture frame. Let's get one more. Mm. Let's get at least one more in here. Something she liked was her passion of life? She. Oh, was she? Is she a teacher? I was going to say like a teacher or like a
1: florist or. Maybe like an English teacher. So he, okay. has, so he has every book
0: imaginable because he's like, oh, my wife would love to read this. Yeah. One day. And then he. Or he, she already read that. Oh, he, he's like, what if he, what if he's always just like buying books yeah. from Amazon? He's like, I got this for my wife. And she's like, never yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. She was like an English and teacher. He, he sadly picks one up at the bookstore every single week. Yeah. Yeah. And finally he picks one out and he remembers it was her favorite book. She and she used to read the kids that yeah. book yeah. every night before bed. It's buttons oh. the cat. It's nope. it's Pete and his shiny buttons. Pete the cat? Yeah, and his buttons. Okay. <laughs> it's Ferdinand the Bull. It's I don't know, it's something like that. That's really good. The all right, so we got four items at least Pete the cat and his groovy buttons yeah that's four groovy buttons um okay what in the end is all about him accepting her loss and accepting his memory loss and maybe hear me out i'm hearing pete the cat jumps out of the- nope <laughs> i kind got you off right there <laughs> okay um does he end up moving into the
1: yeah the place I think so. I okay. think I think he ultimately has to get over it, okay. and and sort of accept his loss, and that's only possible by meeting his new friends. They wheel him in there, and that's when he sees like Robert Duvall. Oh, he's dribbling we, off his we've shirt. We got
0: Robert Duvall and Clint Eastwood the whole game. And his old
1: buddy Dost, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, is, is in there.
0: Um. So, I think I think with that, a good theme can come from letting go of the past. Yeah. Sort of because a, he's getting rid of all of his physical possessions. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's getting rid of the memories. No. Even though he has yeah. trouble remembering, they will still be there. Yes. Yeah, so he
1: needs to let go of his attachment to sadness that he has with it. A sort of sort of Buddhist ideal. Right? Yeah. You only achieve liberation once you detach yourself from from the physical world.
0: Well in the Hindu ideal the Hindu proverbs of um nobody can achieve full happiness or full happiness comes when you have zero possessions yeah 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 buddhism and hinduism we've got all these things we're dealing with grief we're dealing with we dementia we got talking cats we got talking cats and we got robert duvall dribbling (laughs) drooling yeah dribbling's the same thing i know I imagine him dribbling on the court. Yeah,
1: I, I, that's a good clarifier. <laughs>
0: okay, um, so we've got some good themes. There could Easily from all those things that we just said, we could formulate a tagline too. Yeah, and and we can create so many scenes that'll just rip your heart out. Mm-hmm, we really can. And obviously we'll have more of the storyline. will be fleeced out with different items that he finds along the way, but I just don't know what those are at the moment. But we got four of them at least, so. Um, His that... four Horcruxes. Oh shit! It's a Harry Potter sequel. He
1: is Harry Potter.
0: Oh shit! Really old Harry Potter. Yeah,
1: and he misses Ginny.
0: <laughs> and so that means it's wishful wishes time. Okay for for production almost. Yeah, we we could wish for production. Wishful wishes. <laughs> wishful wishes. Wishful wishes. Wishful wishes. <laughs> for production that's our theme song um (laughs) who do we want doing this bitch i mean clint eastwood could still do
1: this yeah he could do this bitch i think it would be personal for him and that he's older himself too but he could make it very relatable he's also his last few movies have not been great
0: what were his last trouble with the curve (laughs) yeah uh the 1310
1: to paris or whatever oh yeah
0: grant torino was pretty good but yeah. that was like 2008. Yeah, I saw, that's 14 years ago. I saw Jersey Boys. Oh yeah, he which did he that. Did direct. I mean, he could probably. He. I would say he could still do it. He. He is.
1: I will note that he is famous for not shooting more than one take for every scene. That
0: yeah. That I actually knew that. Yeah. And yeah. He gets, he, he gets his movies done in like eight days. Yeah. Yeah. Which might be good for old actors. Maybe. Or maybe we'll have a lot of bad takes. Yeah. <laughs> let's Let's do Clint.
1: Let's do Clint.
0: Um. And music. I think this one is one that is deserving of a score and not yeah. a soundtrack by by, <laughs> by the Strokes. Yeah, by or or Taylor Swift or this is Olivia Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> and Billie Eilish. <laughs> Actually, Billie Eilish wouldn't be bad. She does film composing stuff. She didn't. She win an Oscar this year. She won. She won it for best song for yeah, the for James Bond. James Bond. You hear the new James Bond is down to four people. Who are they? Idris Elba little old henry cavill not british tom hardy little rugged and um i don't remember the last guy i mean it probably probably should just be tom hardy james bond finalists let me see the fourth one real quick he's you'd at least do it interestingly (laughs) interestingly tom hardy yeah (laughs) but he can he can clean it up a little bit yeah but henry cavill looks like he should be james bond no that's not who it is There was a final four. Is it Harry Styles? No. If I see the name, I'll know it. So let's figure out, while I scroll through, let's figure out who is going to be doing our music. A grand, sad score? Yep. Hmm. Haunting. I thought you were going to say a name was haunting. Haunting yet beautiful.
1: What about the La La Land
0: guy? I was about to say Damien Chazelle, but that's the—that's obviously the director, the director. Yeah. Um, he is a good one, but what the fuck is his name? Justin something. Justin Hurwitz. Oh, that would be really good. That's a good first guess. Nicholas Holt was in the running to be James Bond. Ooh, I like Nicholas Holt. But that's not who it is. He looks a little weird. Oh my fucking god! Who is it? How long is this list? They announced the final four the other day. And he wasn't even in that list. Um cuz I think John Williams is a little too I I thought John Williams, yeah, I really did. pomp and circumstance. But yeah, I agree. I do like Justin Justin Hurwitz. I was going to say Turner, but that's a baseball player. Justin I, Hurwitz. I'll yeah. Who
1: who did the movie who did the music for a more a more real quick?
0: Real quick. Yeah, let's do it real quick. That seems like a similar style. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. Doesn't say. The last finalist for um, James Bond is Jacob Alordi. No clue who this man is, but those can't, are the final four. It can't be him. So I... let's do Hurwitz. We'll do East Eastwood. Way. We've got our cast. And now it's time for a title okay yeah have you been thinking i've been thinking and i think i think we don't need to do much with the title i think it can be very straightforward there have been a lot of movies that have been serious where it's just this kind of format and if we do more i think we could give parts of the movie away so what if we just did the hoarder the hoarder yeah because there's like you know yeah. the intern the founder that, yeah def- it sounds like an a24 movie title too, yeah it like does the lighthouse and the, oh yeah the lighthouse the cow, or whatever first cow is that what that was yeah okay did you see first cow i did not you that. um but yeah just just the hoarder i think okay. it's simple yeah it doesn't give anything super away instead of like loves forgotten loss yeah yeah um oh god that's bad <laughs> um yeah like did you ever see a twenty-fourth film waves nope never heard of it oh it's it's very good um but yeah it's like all right what is waves about like yeah doesn't have anything to do with water yeah no Be- beaches yeah yeah nothing about it lord of the rings nothing no well <laughs> yeah so i think that's it i think it's time for a recap recap Re, 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 recap. We have The hoarder. hoarder, directed by
1: legendary Sir Hollywood. Sir Clint Eastwood. Stalwart, Sir Clint Eastwood. I don't think he's a knight. He's not.
0: Um, music by Justin Hurwitz, starring Robert Duvall. As our, char- nope, no. yes. as our main character. nope, not Robert Duvall. Robert Redford as our main character. Michelle Pfeiffer as the long lost love interest. Love's forgotten loss. Um, you got children of Robert Downey Jr. and, and Maggie. Maggie Gyllenhaal, who is a nurse and some financial person. And it follows the story of a man who has lost his wife uh, over a decade ago. We say to seizures yep. and he begins to hoard things because he's afraid of being alone like she was without yeah. her possessions. And, it, and it's all compounded because he's been worsening and
1: worsening with dementia. Yes. So he also clings onto them for any scraps of memory he can.
0: Yes. And so along the way, his dementia becomes too severe to the point where he is to be admitted into an assisted living facility. His nurse daughter can't take care of him all the time anymore. And... um, you Need to it, sell the house, Pop. Need to sell the house and it's time to clean the hoarding. And along the way with all the cleaning, he finds... You get these little vignettes. Yes. Oh, good word. Mm. Token memories that occur in flashbacks where you get to see a aged down Robert Redford and Michelle Pfeiffer living their lives together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe some of the really old stuff we might have to sub in younger actors. Like if it's a memory in from their that one. Yeah. Then we can put in johnny knoxville (laughs) yeah he's so old now too (laughs) but um and so yeah a series of vignettes of him finding um material possessions and recalling the memories of him and his wife and his kids when they were growing up and overall it's just kind of a theme of like um it's dealing with grief and memory but although you are getting rid of the possessions you still won't ever lose the memories i'll still be with you in your heart yes and your mind and your mind unless you have dementia <laughs> yeah unless there's an exception but then you have it in your heart and that is the end of the hoarder Woo! i think one of our more more intimate episodes are very intimate yes i i started to get undressed a little bit uh, you did yeah <laughs> i didn't say anything um so that is the end and this week that means it's going to you next week or Devin potentially you know if devin's on we know what it is i haven't we haven't seen devin in a long time we haven't seen devin in two and a half weeks well, i guess you might have no i haven't he's just
1: awol yeah devin if you're listening leave us an, an- a message on anchor Let oh us- i
0: did see him for like an hour once once yeah <laughs>
1: in the last two and a half weeks so leave we us still leave us a message devin on anchor just
0: so we know you're okay yeah um and so yeah that means if it's not devin it's you okay I think I I think
1: I'm in tune, ready for another serious idea too. Okay. Maybe maybe an epic western
0: of sorts. You don't know exactly what it is yet though, but you have thinking an inkling. Serious. Okay. Epic epic western. Okay. Yeah. And so that's gonna do it for Arrgh! The block. <laughs> that is not western. That's very piratey.
1: Are these Indians be taking oh.
0: me? <laughs> be taking me booty. Um. That's gonna do it. We for episode 20 something of writer's block by some 20 somethings surprise we're twenty something still having some good ideas being i know out. right we haven't burned out we haven't
1: well i guess i shouldn't be talking with <laughs> Airbud. i guess that, <laughs> that might have been a throw it's not away. a good idea but, but
0: um that's gonna do it so we'll see you next week Gadoosh. thank you for tuning in to writer's block our spin-off series of the good the bad and the movies Each Friday, we're going to come up with a new movie idea of our own and create it right here on the spot. If you like the show, please leave us a review on
1: Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening. Also, if you have any movies you'd like us to review or your own movie ideas for Writer's Block, trademarked, please follow and message us on our Facebook and Instagram pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. Tune
0: in next week to hear us discuss more films. And remember, if if it's it's good and it's bad,
1: it's probably the movies. movies.